everybody, welcome back to the Tipsy Ghost. We're your tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah, and Lindsay. Hey. Hi. I sound like I'm singing a song every time. I was thinking we could come to an agreement when we drive to Iowa. <laughs> to, to not listen to any Hamilton? I agree <laughs> to, with can that. Can we listen to them one time? Not the whole thing. No. Just the ones that we like one time. The one, you like all of them. I do like all of them. The answer is no. We will come up with a list of songs that are five. acceptable. Can I a list? Five? <laughs> no. Three. Three. No. Come two. on. No. Come on. Okay. I would say I'm yes to you. I'm not going you. lower than two. You can listen to one song one time. Okay, no. We're going <laughs> to do three songs one time. That's the agreement. It's like a three-hour drive. That Three songs one time. That is like... On the way to Springfield, we talk the whole time. Okay, but that will be like 15 minutes of your time. No, You can give no. up 15 minutes of a three-hour drive. That's not true. We had to listen to, now that's what I call music, 25. <laughs> we found my like But CDs we didn't from even listen to it. Well, that's true. I do but have I mean, Lindsay's um, road trip mix. <laughs> Lindsay and I just really want to rap together. Just one time. Please. We're going to, it's going to happen one time. One time. I've been practicing. You can even put your headphones in if you want to ignore us. But we'll only listen to it. Three times. What? No, three songs, one time. Three that's, songs, one time. That's, that's the agreement. What songs are we going to do? I, that's down from like 50 songs. Yeah, there's a, it, we're not saying Can let's listen to the whole get together soundtrack. on your own time? <laughs> this is our time. This is my own time. <laughs> we're not getting together just to sing Hamilton, okay? It sounds like it. <laughs> I mean, maybe we will in addition. <laughs> we're just going to get together and sing Hamilton in her room. <laughs> and make TikToks. <laughs> Hamilton. Okay, I almost sang it again, but I did it. I almost did too. I started moving my head, and I was like, "Nope, don't sing." <clears throat> this is your own fault. I'm just gonna throw that out there. We need to discuss what, what songs we want to. The sing. reason why I don't like Hamilton. No, I think it's your own fault. No. I, I wish you would love it. I feel like it's if you watched it, you, you would be on our it. level. <laughs> you would be on our level if See, you watched other it. People no, would you say, guys ruined it. You don't have to watch it with us. Watch it on your own time. I don't. I don't care. I don't care to watch it because you guys ruined it. So <laughs> other people might say you guys made that song really fun. <laughs> By singing it over and 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 over. Yes. At the top of your lungs. You made that song really fun. You made that song so fun because you you sang that one interest in Hamilton. Like a tagline. I'm so sorry. That is the opposite of what happened. Let me help you understand that's not what happened. Somebody at work um, the other week told me that, Lindsay, you look like you like musicals. (laughs) And I looked at boys and I said, do I? And she's like, don't sing Hamilton. I legitimately thought you were going to say, somebody said, Lindsay, you look like Kelly Clarkson. (laughs) Um, Spoiler alert. Probably nobody's going to tell you that. She's like, but they have told me that. (laughs) They have. I feel like you're attacking me because you're upset about Hamilton. I am. That is not okay. It's absolutely correct. (laughs) You're coming for me just because we want to sing Hamilton together in a car for 15 minutes. Listen, I feel attacked. You guys ganged up on me, and I don't appreciate it. How did we gang up on you? You're both coming at me. How? Just because we want to sing sing Hamilton together. Yes. That's not coming after you. <laughs> it is. That's us saying, hey, we want to do this. You're strong-arming you me. If you two wanted to sing a song together, I would say, <laughs> by all means. Oh, you would be like, I want to be the bottom note. Include that, me. That's right. I would want to join in. <laughs> Wait, what's the song? Let me harmonize Let me the memorize bottom. it first. <laughs> I'll join in. Is there a dance As a memorize? surprise. <laughs> you won't know that I'm going to memorize it. And then I'll be like, surprise, I learned all the words. <laughs> 
that's totally what you would do. It is. And I do that, actually. Today, I told my son, hey, surprise, I learned every word to my shot from Hamilton for you. <gasps> Did and you learn my like, shot? He goes, I know all the words, too. I was like, you're a liar. <laughs> I, will, I will practice my shot, and we will be ready by the time we go I'm to ready. Iowa. I'm ready. I can do it now. Yep. I can throw it down. I've got Satisfied, Helpless, I'm working on Guns and Ships. My shot will be my next one. Oh my one. god, okay. It's gonna happen. Yes. I did see something funny on TikTok. Back to tank tops. Um, <laughs> that it was like karaoke 2021. It was all Hamilton songs. I do have You'll Be Back too, but that's not really a rap <laughs> oh, song. Yeah, no. But I do funny. love King George, probably my favorite. As a, as a um, wild card, I think we ought to throw in WAP. No. I'm going to do it. I draw the line at WAP. I'll do it. No. Nope. <clears throat> okay. Can we settle with WAP or WAP? <laughs> WAP? Um, I, I I don't know. And I don't I care. don't know. I think here's my... <sighs> the radio is WAG. Radio version. Wet and gushy. Cool. They here's... play it on the radio? Do they bleep out everything? <laughs> sure. Is it my turn? Yes. Turn. <laughs> I was looking at you. Eye contacting. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> Um, here's mm, what I'm willing to concede. Okay. You guys can sing two Hamilton songs together, (sighs) and then Sarah can rap WAP to us. I don't want to, I don't like WAP. Well, that's my end of the bargain. I want her to rap WAP to us. Can we do three Hamilton songs and she can rap WAP? No. This is what I'm agreeing to. You want us to narrow 50 songs down to two? Yeah. I'll think about it. I was going to go with zero. It's better than zero. I mean, <laughs> we've warmed her up to two, so maybe just give it time. Maybe if we quit talking about it. <laughs> that's, that's your best bet if you stop talking about <gasps> it. You know, we have lots of road trips coming up, so it, I mean, you're going to concede. Can we stop concede? Have you met concede? me? <laughs> why do you not like the word concede? I hate that. I don't why know do you why? like that? Maybe because I keep thinking you're going to say conceive. <laughs> Also, That's a weird a word for you to meaning? hate. Lindsay, you know I'm the most stubborn person. She is the most stubborn person. I know, and that's the only she reason She refuses why I to watch it. Hamilton just because we sing it. I mean, I get it. We've ruined it for a lot of people. It's but fine. she also refuses to watch movies that I suggest just because I suggest them. That's actually not true. I just don't take the time to watch movies. But you take the time to watch YouTube. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I think you're going to like my topic this week because it's based off a documentary. I do love a good documentary. <laughs> I know how you love documentaries. <laughs> that was a very weird moment between the two of you. I was letting you have it. I felt a little uncomfortable, though. I thought you'd be more excited about it. <laughs> oh, a documentary! Yay! Yeah, I wasn't. Yay. I I didn't see that coming. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was trying to get you off Hamilton because I know how much you hate it. Yeah, you brought me down. I was. I was trying to change it for you. See, I was at a six. You brought me down to a two. And Whoa. now, after seeing, hearing documentaries, I'm up to a four. So what I was trying to do. We brought her down to a two? I mean, That's what Hamilton does to me. I tried to fix it, okay? I tried to what fix else can we wrong. talk about? Can we talk about aliens? Will that bring you up to a six again? Um, n- it depends on what you say about aliens. That is very true. Aliens are totally real. <laughs> I couldn't even say that sarcastically. Could you shut right up? <laughs> I really tried to say that as straight faces. Like did you? One. Did you? She's at a three point five now. A negative one. Negative seven. Crush this negative seven. Off. Should I start talking about Robert the doll? You need to drink your wine now. Bring it back up. <laughs> I regret making her chug that white claw. That one, that one white claw. <laughs> no, that was my second white claw. But oh, she Jesus. made me chug it in like five minutes, and she's like, "We're not starting to record till you drink that whole thing." 
There's a reason. And I'm going to start burping soon because all that carbonation going down so fast. How about we talk about the time when oh. my haunted ghost visitor tried to ruin your equipment because he doesn't like to listen to you either. Walter. 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 Whoa. Whoa. Wait. First off, doesn't like to listen to you either. What? Are you saying you don't like to listen to me? Not in the last 10 minutes, no. <laughs> I, I like it. It's fine. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. Remember all the love Just that I gave you don't. this weekend? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She got, I want to take it all back. We were all drinking at a wedding, and <laughs> when Boyson starts drinking, she gets lovey. And by that lovey, I mean me. she I showed am. me a heart at one point and then called me the nicest person she knew. And I was like, oh, she loves me. That's and so funny. here we are tonight. And she I, doesn't like to listen to me. You know you, what started this, right? <laughs> you brought up Hamilton. Like this is what Hamilton does to me. You know, makes you mean. My, makes you laugh. My uh, voice on here, like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> oh, that's what my voice sounds like all the time when you guys interrupt me, me constantly. I get it. Okay, I try to stop myself. Okay, I'm just gonna drink this. You guys talk about the time when. Okay, so basically, Boyston hates us. <laughs> I'm feeling Jesus. very attacked right now, and I don't know what to say. Are, are um, we friends? Is I don't this, know. Is this because you like? It? Oh, I remember. She's a kindergartner and she likes us when she's mean to us. That's Those true. are her words. It's, it's not wrong. Those are her words, not mine. Walter attacked my microphone tonight. <laughs> he um, set the stage. So okay, we yeah. were eating dinner because um, we always, you know, Uber Eats or whatever food before we start recording. So we were all eating dinner in her kitchen. And all of a sudden we hear <laughs> this boy. huge crashing noise while we're sitting together. And first thought, of course, is the animals, because she has two dogs and a cat. And all three of them are within our eyesight. Like, we can see them. Nothing. They weren't anywhere near where the crash was. So Boyson goes to investigate. And what did you find? Lindsay's entire microphone setup is on the floor. Yeah. That is the first time that's ever happened. It Only is. mine. And all three yeah. of our setups are clamped onto the desk, mm-hmm. all right by each other in a row. And I'm always paranoid that... The clamps are going to eat into the varnish, the wood, yeah. you know, whatever it is on the desk. And so whenever I turn it to the direction that their chairs are in, I always make sure that the um, clamps are not turning as well and that they're tightened. And I did <clears throat> that before either of them came over. Mm-hmm. So those clamps are tight. And it fell tight. off. And so she put it back on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we came back in after we finished dinner and came back in and got situated. We all have our chairs that we always sit in and we're just talking before we start recording and it starts to fall off again. And I caught it this time, but like we watched it all just like completely come off right again the second time. Walter's angry with you. So <laughs> we decided that Walter does not like for me to talk and um, apparently neither does Boydston. Just about Hamilton. I don't think it means just not talk. But actually, I think I was the one talking out there both yeah. time. No, no, that Maybe other he time got was confused the, whose microphone was. Whose. I was talking, and some weird noise happened in the corner tonight. Remember that? Okay, it was like a computer noise, and we all thought, "Where is that coming from?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was not, that's going to be on last week's episode, though. I know I'm okay. Whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to make argues. I was trying to make a point, and it didn't go well. <laughs> Moral And I don't know what my point was, okay? Walter apparently is not a fan of me tonight, and I... Walter, I'm sorry, dude. I don't know what I did to make you mad. Well, maybe you should be a believer. That's what I'm saying. We weren't even talking about ghosts, though, like when we were eating dinner. We were talking about work. <laughs> like, nothing about 
<laughs> we're talking about a lack of teeth. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about one spiky black tooth. <laughs> that's it. Maybe maybe that's what Walter had. Uh, we and can't was, tell that story, though. He was particularly <laughs> offended because maybe he had a spiky black, black tooth. So then he should have torn her microphone down, not mine. I was like, thinking. God damn it. Stop making fun of my spiky tooth. <laughs> These girls. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he sees into the future and saw that you were going to harass me about Hamilton. Okay. Okay. Just really Not like harassing it. us just being like, hey, can we listen to some songs that we like? And you being like, no, you cannot. The other what issue is, done? instead of working two nights in a row together, we worked three nights we in a row did. together. She came in extra, so I always work Sunday nights. She never mm-hmm. does. She came in extra Sunday night and worked a whole night with me until 7 a.m., which never happens. And we spent Saturday night together. And we were funsies. together all day Saturday, <laughs> literally from like 9 a.m. until... You know, the whole night. So, are you guys both just thrilled that I'm here now? <laughs> so, I told her the other night. Really, I said, you're the third wheel. <laughs> Thank you. I said, we've <laughs> spent Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So, we're spending five days in a row together. And she's like, do you just want to come over Thursday? I was like, yeah. <laughs> do, do you just want me to leave? Or? <laughs> no, no, you're okay. No, okay, thank okay. God. <laughs> I mean, I can. No, we know you're FOMO. You're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'm trying to get over it. The moral of the story here is that we have spent a lot of time together <laughs> this week, so she's being extra mean to me to show her love. <clears throat> That's right. So she does. Because I'm a kindergartner, and I will accept it. See? Her words, not mine. And I am very sensitive and think everybody hates me all the time, so. Um, that was Anyways, fun. tonight, guys, we are doing our Smorgasbord episode. Yep. Smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. Smorg. Hmm. Um, so this is where we talk all the things about all the people about all the places, so. Oh, that again. Okay. Oh, okay. Yep. Back I, to that. I, I like saying that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now that I know you like it, I won't make fun of it. <laughs> Do you not like me saying that? No, no it sounds fine. great. Okay. You sounded really great. Okay. Sorry. It sounded good. <laughs> Any great line coming out again? I'm sorry. Didn't know, <laughs> I, I didn't know you loved it. <clears throat> I'm glad you love it. I think We're you, sounded, spin the wheel. you sounded really good. Okay, thank you. you. sounded very confident. Because, I mean, we are talking all the things. We have different subjects. You're right. We we do. Oh, why are you laughing at me? All the, the people, <laughs> the places, the things. All the things. All the sometimes people. With all the adjectives. Everywhere. Sometimes they're doing things and then they're, <laughs> they're action verbs and... Yeah. I'm That's very I'm descriptive, laughing. okay, with my language. <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. Ready. So last week, Lindsay got to go first. I did, and it was the first time in, like, months, y'all. And I was actually the winner because I went last. Okay. It's only the winner <laughs> when you go last when you are making fun of me. Okay, let's I see. got to go second, and like I learned in kindergarten, first is the worst, second is the best. <laughs> okay. Kindergarten is the theme here. <laughs> Third is the one with the wedding dress. Oh. True. Well, I'm I mean, the that's worst. True. I also heard third is one with the hairy chest, so. Also true. <laughs> what? <laughs> what kindergarten did you go How to? How far did you go with it? Third is the one with the hairy chest, fourth is the one in the yellow dress, fifth is the one with the treasure chest. What? Those don't rhyme at all. What? Fourth does not rhyme. rhyme remind. Dress, dress, chest, chest. You get two chests. <laughs> no. Hairy chest and treasure chest. Yes. I mean, I. We went to five. Went to five. Okay. I'm gonna spin now. Even right. though in the real world nobody cares about fourth and fifth. The where? 
the real world. <laughs> Nobody gives up fourth and fifth. You gave me alcohol. You know I'm going to slur. The real world. The real world. Okay. It's a boy's day. It's a Can you turn your event into a business, please? <laughs> it's an ad that keeps popping up. I will not. Okay. Oh, those red curtains, though. Boys and girls first. That looks like a Pokemon <clears throat> ball. Curtains map match the drapes. Mer- meat curtains? <laughs> Can, curtains. I would love it if we never used that word or copious ever again. <laughs> Did sorry. I tell you guys that I had to tell Mike what meat curtains were? Oh, uh, yes. I heard this and I'm like, no. Like I said, if I never have to hear that term ever again, I'm How totally did you okay. take it? Was he completely grossed out? Because it mean, is gross. Yeah. It's very disgusting. That's right. He understands. I mean, we didn't make it up, so I'm just relaying information that I've heard. I read that off of Urban Dictionary. (laughs) Yes, there are some nights when (laughs) it gets a little slow sometimes at 4 a.m. and we will read Urban Dictionary and it gets bad. I hope you're not Googling that on the work computer. No. That's no. We're smarter than that. Also, don't Google pecan sandy on the work computers either. (laughs) I don't know what that. I have googled most prolific serial killer by body count on the work computer. Everybody's like Lindsay, and I'm like, well, guys, if I'm gone next week, we all know why HR fired me. (laughs) Just tell them it's for your second job. Yeah. (laughs) Ever since then, now I do my research on my own internet. How did I get on the meat curtains? Oh, the red curtains came across. Yes, like, yes. I, we don't need to revisit the meat curtains ever it's again. It's kind of like meat curtains. <laughs> Where did you get your story on, Boyd? Said I can't wait to hear. Um, I am. <laughs> did you catch that very subtle change of topic? <laughs> I'm Is coming it about at a documentary. <laughs> no, I mean at least not that I know of. Okay. Sorry. I'm coming at you from one of my favorite countries that also doubles as a continent. Australia. Australia. <laughs> Australia. It's like so reverent. Australia. I just love it so much. It's yeah. good word Isn't choice. it the only country that's a continent? That's the point. Okay. Well, what about... Well, Antarctica? Yeah. Is that a country and a continent? Exactly. Okay. That's I bet there's school. not a lot of true crime and paranormal stuff in Antarctica because there's no people there. You don't know that. I'm going to look into it now. <laughs> Let's go to Antarctica and go start. <laughs> we are going to talk about the case of <clears throat> Natasha Ryan. I thought it was a point. <laughs> and look it's ombre, blue to purple, pink again, and I love it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. We're getting spoiled with the PowerPoints, y'all. You are. You really are. Okay, I'm so excited for this. Did this take a lot of extra work? Yeah, I feel like I need to prepare a PowerPoint next time. Uh, no, maybe like... I'm not going to tell you. Okay. 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 Born in 1984, Natasha Ryan is an Australian girl from Rockhampton, Queensland. There you go. That's where it is in Australia. Please put away your I was putting up a picture of mine because now I feel unprepared that you have pictures. I looked at I looked at your picture. I, just I want appreciate you. To know. you. I am you looking at the, the corner. The you map a gold of star. star for me. <laughs> the map of Australia. No, there is an arrow. I know what Australia that's looks like. But you don't know where that is. Okay, that's it's right on the coast. Okay, do you. I get the silver star? No, bronze. <laughs> There's no second place here. <laughs> hey, I got bronze last time too. Just saying. Born, born in 1984. So in July of 1998, at the age of 14, she had run away from home with uh, assistance from her boyfriend, Scott Black, but was found after two days. Uh, he would later face the magistrate's court. 
which just sounds so sounds fancy. Wait, official. so how old was he? Please don't ask questions. Questions. <laughs> questions. I'm like Lindsay. wondering why he's going up against the court if he like was an adult. He and... just was, okay. And he pled guilty to <laughs> willful obstruction of police after telling officers that he didn't know where she was. Oh, okay. There it is. Mm-hmm. That's why. Mm-hmm. Maybe if he just didn't ask questions. <laughs> Sorry, I just, my brain is already going so fast. <laughs> Slow it down. <laughs> it doesn't. So Natasha disappeared again oh, on August 31st, 1998, after her mother dropped her off at school, and then she was reported missing. 12. 14. 14. She was born in 84. What? 84. And then what year was 98. she? 98. Oh, I thought you Right, so she's 14, she's missing. <laughs> still okay. 10. 14 missing. An exhaustive search took place by police, <clears throat> volunteers, her family, and the community, but she was nowhere to be found. Three other girls who were also missing, and they were also included in a massive search now two years later as an investigation into serial killer Leonard Frazier, also known oh. as the Rockhampton Rapist. <clears throat> oh, he's creepy looking. He looks... Horrible. He looks a little sunburnt there. He needs some SPF. <laughs> His face is super scrunched. Well, that looks like extensive sun exposure with wrinkles. Okay, and let's just we we can hate on him because he's a jerk. Yeah, I can already tell. He's you a really jerk. you free reign. Please okay. do. All right. Um. So Leonard Fraser is a special kind of terrible. Before serving a life sentence on September seventh, two thousand, for the abduction, rape, and murder of a nine-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. No. Get out of here. He had spent almost twenty of the prior twenty-two years behind bars for the rape of other women. I feel like um, we were too nice to him. We need to be meaner. He raped a terminally right. ill cancer oh my patient God. in 1997. Oh my gosh. He ended up being charged with four murders, fi- uh, <clears throat> police finding many trophies of his victims in his apartment, including ponytails from three different women. Oh my God. None of which were able to be traced to his known victims. While he was behind bars, he confessed to a fellow inmate to the murder of Natasha Ryan and allegedly even drew a map to where the remains could be located. It was then that all hopes of finding Natasha alive diminished after being missing for four years and having a convicted killer confess to her murder. Yeah. Police and her family concluded that she had died. And they held a memorial service on what was supposed to be her 17th birthday in 2001. That's so sad. Um, so even though Natasha's body was never found, Leonard Frazier stood trial for her murder in 2003. And on April 11th of that year, during the murder trial, the prosecutor informed the court that Frazier was not guilty of the murder of <coughs> Natasha Ryan. And her family was obviously there. And her dad would later say that he just about collapsed yeah. right there in his chair when the announcement was made. Oh, my gosh. So, plot twist, thanks to an anonymous tip, police raided the home of Natasha's boyfriend, Scott Black, just two and a half miles from where her family lived. There, they found her very much alive at the age of 18, hiding in the cupboard. No! Four years? She'd been at her boyfriend's house for almost five years, just down the street from where she'd been, quote, abducted, knowing her family believes that she'd been abducted and killed by a brutal serial rapist. So this rapist just confessed without even... (laughs) 
I feel like that. What? Don't ask questions. No, look at the. What? what? It's a meme of that lady my, going, what? That's my with favorite the, meme. With no teeth. This old lady with no so, teeth. It oh says, my God. You made me laugh when I was asking a very serious question. That's her. That's her. So <laughs> she became known as the girl in the cupboard. So in those four and a half years, she never went outside during the day. Oh she had goodness. to hide in the cupboard whenever visitors came around to visit her boyfriend. And meanwhile, her boyfriend had an active social life and even apparently dated her sister no. at one point. What? She told the police that she couldn't leave because, quote, the lie had become too big. So Scott and and Natasha ended up getting married in 2008, and they had children. They made at least a few hundred thousand dollars from interviews and $200,000 from selling their wedding photos. So thankfully, things were working out for them. Insert eye roll. Um, Scott and Natasha were punished, though, Kind of. Uh, Natasha was found guilty of causing causing a false police investigation and yeah. was fined a thousand dollars. Gosh, nowhere okay. near what she made off this entire stunt mm-hmm. or what the police force had spent on it. So she went willingly. Like he didn't kidnap her and hold her against her will in his house. No, she ran away to her boyfriend's. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, and hidden his cupboard. Yep. Remember when her boyfriend had to face the magistrate's court for right. willful obstruction? <clears throat> he didn't tell the police where she was the first time. So since it happened again, and this time in a much larger fashion, he uh, and it, it, he was under oath that time because he was in the magistrate's court um, during the time that she was supposedly missing, and they asked him about it. He spent a year in jail for perjury, and he was fined $3,000 and an additional $16,000 towards investigation costs. And as for the Rockhampton rapist, or Leonard Frazier, mm-hmm. our sunburnt man. Scrunch face. Yep. The trial continued as it wasn't just about Natasha's murder. It was for um, three or four other women as well. It included the other women as their remains had been found. And you do have to do some pretty terrible things to have a murder trial, including a false confession, and your defense attorney doesn't even try to go for a mistrial or to get the bulk of the incriminating but now tainted evidence thrown out. Natasha ended up attending her own murder trial to answer questions, basically telling the court that she had never met Frazier, didn't know the witness that uh, supposedly he told all of this to in jail, etc. And Frazier was sentenced to three indefinite prison terms for murder and manslaughter between 1998 to 1999 in the Rockhampton area. The judge described him as a sexual predator, who was a danger to the community and to his fellow inmates. And he died of natural causes in 2007. Mm. So he's still a scumbag, but he's not responsible for anything related to her. He tried to. Did he, though? Why? I don't know. You wonder, like... Why would you try to confess to something you didn't do to get more jail well, time? Well, that's just it. Like, did did he... Did he really? Did he not? Did he... Right, that's totally yeah. up in the air. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like there are a bunch of girls missing. Right. Were they pinning it on him? Right. Did he really say it? Who oh. knows? Because that's the thing. Natasha came mm. back and she's like, I don't even know who these people are. Okay. Mm. She had to testify at her own so she murder just, trial. She just wanted to go stay with her, her boyfriend. boyfriend. Pretty much. Yeah. Basically. Like she had done, what, two months earlier? Did she know that her family had a memorial service for her? Yeah, what a freaking roller coaster of emotions for her family. Yeah. 
That's awful. I can't yeah. imagine that. And he's dating your sister. Oh, he's not God. committed to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they're married Maybe now. Maybe he's doing that as a cover-up, too. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, gosh. I, I want to know, like, how her family and hers relationship is now. Interesting. Do we, though? Nope. <clears throat> she sounds like she's got some problems, too. Yeah, that's not a nice thing Shucks. to do. Not a nice thing to do at all. Mm-hmm. It's not interesting. That's so interesting. Okay. I don't like it. Go in the cupboard. Rude. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> oh, it's me. <laughs> I'd like to turn my event into a business. Cool. Lindsay's last. I'm excited about being last because that means that I'm the best. And... I tried to not sound excited. No, remember like, yeah, kindergarten first is the worst, second is the best. So Sarah's nope. the best this time. <laughs> what about save the best for last? No. I don't think there's so many cliches about being the best in different orders. <laughs> to make people... Everybody and, wins. Uh, it's What is it? Millennials with their participation trophies feel better about themselves. First off, we're all millennials. First so. of all, you segued beautifully into what I was oh, going to talk I? about. Oh, did I? You're welcome. <laughs> participation how, trophies? Yes. How millennials need <laughs> participation trophies. But also, I've always kind of fallen on this weird cusp between Gen X and millennial. Yes. You don't like to identify with us. I want to be accepted into the the Gen X category, okay? Accept me. Love me. They don't want you. They I know. don't want you because you're born in the wrong year. I know. So in order to, you know, you're um, one of us, prove you myself, I did a story on the death of Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. Oh. Love it. Because I had to. Who's that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know who Kurt Cobain is, y'all. <laughs> oh, dear. Didn't he play Barney? Oh, was he in that one movie? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and I'm laughing because uh, a couple weeks ago, I think I texted you guys. Oh my god, I just watched the most amazing documentary on Kurt Cobain. You did. And I even thought about adding that to my watch list, and I didn't, so I'm Mm. excited to hear this now. I mean, I've heard lots of the conspiracies around his death, so I'm excited. This is different i mean maybe maybe the same i don't know what you've heard i don't know i don't know you does courtney love make an appearance she does you know she's going to all right i didn't that's why i asked (laughs) all right okay are we done (laughs) can i move along we're just the best of sisters okay (laughs) and i am the third wheel as pointed out earlier no you guys are the ones who are totally in sync i feel like lately (laughs) it's probably because i haven't spent every living moment (laughs) <laughs> it's been like yeah it's been a couple weeks since i've seen you mm-hmm. or yeah i, I counted it was 18 days <laughs> oh my god that's too long that it's actually long. pretty funny because right before we come back together i'm like it's been a really long time and then we're me? like it's been a week <laughs> <I know. laughs> and this time it's been over two weeks that is mm-hmm. a long time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do i get a gold star for missing you more because i counted yes. wait when is two the next time stars. we see each other we'll see each other in September 10 days 4th. <clears throat> Nine days. We'll see each other soon. But, I mean, not, not soon, but okay. No. Okay. Soonish? I don't know. Ten days. It needs to be sooner, okay? It needs to be sooner. All right, that's all I'm saying. Time is relative. <laughs> Lizzie and I are getting together to rap Hamilton We're on our own We're just going to sit around and sing Hamilton together. God, please do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kurt Cobain. Death. Okay, death of Kurt Cobain. I shouldn't be laughing about that. Okay. So just to kind of give a, a brief recap of uh, Kurt Cobain, he was born Kurt Donald Cobain 
On February 20th of 1967, he grew up in Aberdeen, Washington. In 1983, he attended Aberdeen High School, where he met some of his future bandmates. Kind of cool. From Nirvana. In 1988, Nirvana was formed. They made a few albums for uh, Super Dirt Cheap, which, fine. They weren't focused on money at the time. Some original band members left, and then eventually Dave Grohl joined in 1990. And... Just as a total geek out moment, if anybody doesn't remember him, he was um, later in a band named Foo Fighters. Anybody remember him? Yes, Foo Fighters. <clears throat> I love the Foo Fighters. All right, thank God. I'm like, am I showing my age no. here? <laughs> okay. I think we all know who the Foo Fighters were. Really? Yes. Really? Okay. Yes. Wow. I questioned that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's not sure. <laughs> no, I was going to say something, but I decided not to. I love the Foo Fighters, yes. I was thinking, weren't the Foo Fighters established after Nirvana? So they are the more recent band? Yes. She, she yes. just said that. Okay, so <laughs> wouldn't we know the Foo Fighters more than we would know Nirvana? <laughs> Maybe, but they were still, like, not totally relevant in the most recent day and age. Okay. Anyways, doesn't gotcha. matter. Gotcha. Okay, Nirvana, they eventually signed with Geffen Records in 1990 and in 1991, the iconic album known as Nevermind was released. Um, that one was the one um, where on the cover there was a naked baby swimming. I was going to say, which one's the naked baby? Yeah, that was that one. Um, and it had songs like Smells Like Teen Spirit, Lithium, and Come As You Are. So, some pretty classics for Nirvana. Yep. That's how you know them most of the time. On February 24th, 1992, Kurt married Courtney Love. She was the lead singer of another rock band called Hole, which I wasn't as into. I don't think I knew the name of her band. <clears throat> I know Courtney Love, but... Hole. Okay. That's beautiful. Very original. Sorry. Courtney Love. <laughs> has a real nice ring, ring to it. <laughs> hey, are you, right, you want to go see Hole are tonight? You... <laughs> I want to see your Hole tonight. I like Holes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What? Did you sing? No, no. I said, I went, okay. Because <laughs> you said I want to see your hole tonight. So I went, oh. okay. I didn't hear the K. All right. Neither did I. Okay. I was not singing hole. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you guys automatically assume I sing things because I do. <laughs> All right. So they eventually, they had a daughter. Uh, her name was Frances Bean Cobain. She was born August 18th, 1992. And they, Nirvana, released a few more albums over the years, including Incesticide and Utero. So, so there's some big popular ones. So that was kind of most of them. The rest of this is mostly based off the documentary, which I spoke about. It was called Soaked in Bleach. Um, and I stumbled across this during a major binge fest of documentaries. And I highly enjoyed it. I would recommend. Where did you find it on again? Well, I found it on Amazon Prime, but I'm pretty sure it said it was on Netflix, too. I just haven't come across it there. So, um, on Friday, April 8th, 1994, the body of Kurt Cobain was found dead at his home in Seattle. It was officially ruled a suicide by a self-inflicted shotgun wound to the head. Uh, Less than a week earlier, Courtney Love had hired a private investigator to find her husband. The documentary tells the story while weaving in and out from the actual phone recordings and testimonials. The film's mostly reenacted. I say mostly because it does talk like it actually interviews when you can hear the recordings of the real people in and out. Um, So the person telling the story most of the time is someone named Tom Grant. And he was a Seattle private investigator hired by Courtney Love on April 3rd of 1994. 
Prior to that, he was an L.A. police officer with um, a great record and reputation as both an officer and a detective. So he was very well known. So the film includes several recorded phone conversations by Tom with Courtney Love and a woman named Rosemary Carroll. Carroll was a close friend to Kurt and Courtney. Mm -hmm. She was their lawyer and also the godmother to their daughter. Okay, so she's very, you know, important Mm -hmm. in this problem. So here we go. This is a little bit of a wild ride. I'm going to tell you the story. Ready? Ready. 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 Okay. So Love, (laughs) she initially hired Tom because she said that someone stole her credit card. When Grant, that's Tom Grant, he first met Love in person. However, she told him that the card was not stolen and that she believed Cobain had it. She informed him she called the credit card company to cancel the account in hopes that he would come home. In the middle of the conversation, she began to say that Cobain was suicidal and that he escaped from rehab and bought a shotgun. Grant would later find out from Cobain's best friend, Dylan, that Cobain had purchased the shotgun on March 30th before he was in rehab. And it was due to a recent burglary in his re- in his home. Mm. So Grant said he was suspicious of love from that day on. And every time they talked, she focused mostly on things like divorce, money, her career, and the possibility of Cobain having an affair. Um, he never heard any concern from her on whether or not her husband was dead or in danger the entire time. So Love admitted to Grant that she had paid people to plant a story that she overdosed, was in the hospital, and having a breakdown while he was missing. Uh, She admitted that it was unethical, but also stated that it would help sell upcoming albums with their band. Oh my goodness. She was recorded as saying, quote, It would appear that I attempted suicide. That way there's no drugs involved, and the sympathy goes to me. And selfishly, it would help sell records. Okay. Not a fan of her. Right. Love um, admitted to filling, or excuse me, filing a missing persons report with the Seattle police on April 4th under the name of Wendy O'Connor, who happened to be Kurt Cobain's mother. Uh, So all of the media reports that followed this missing persons report were totally false, um, including stories like he had a shotgun and is suicidal because these statements were released to the media by her. Mm-hmm. She planted these seeds. So Grant told Love uh, that he wanted someone from his detective squad watching Cobain's home in Seattle. Love responded by telling him um, that wasn't necessary because he was probably hiding out and wouldn't be at the house. She told Grant that Cobain liked to stay in fancy hotels under the names of Simon, Richie, or Bill Bailey. Later, Grant asked Dylan, his friend, if that were true, and Dylan laughed and said, no, he only stays at the cheapest hotels. He doesn't like to stay at the rich ones. So she was wrong there. So he, Grant, found a motel that actually had a Bill Bailey registered there, but when he told Courtney, she didn't want him to go to the motel. She just wanted somebody to watch outside. Didn't want to go in. So Grant told Love that he wanted to go to the house, in Seattle to see if Cobain was there, but she responded, no, he's not there. Callie is there, and he'll tell me if Kurt shows up. Enter Callie. Mm-hmm. So Michael, or Callie, do it, uh, was a live-in nanny for Francis Bean. He was also a longtime friend and ex-boyfriend of Courtney Love. Mm. Weird. Um, it was later discovered that Cobain visited Callie and his girlfriend in their bedroom at Cobain's house on April 2nd. Kurt, 
was seen by Callie for the last time that day. However, phone records show that Courtney spoke to Callie eight times that day and never mentioned to Tom that they had spoke or that he had seen Kurt. Suspish. Mm. Just saying. Yeah, it is. All right, so Grant mentioned uh, once again that he wanted to go to the home and look for Cobain, but this time she thought, oh, that's a great idea because she had some time to prepare, right, what was going on. Grant thought she'd be, like, super excited to go with him or, like, willing to go and help look. But she was like, no, I've got some business. I can't leave L.A. And then she is recorded as sarcastically saying, save the American icon, Tom. Okay. Mm. I don't think you can say those things. She can fuck right off. That's awful. All right. So Love told Grant that um, he should speak with Dylan. And from that point on, all of the information that she was giving to Tom was given through Dylan. So she wouldn't really speak with him anymore. Every once in a while, there's like a random conversation, but most of the information was given through Dylan from then on out. But later you find out that Dylan relied on Courtney for drugs and money when he was a heroin addict and she paid all of his rent and for all of his heroin. Jeez. Enabler. Uh Uh-huh. Also, I mean, you could probably have him say whatever Mm -hmm. you need him to say. Right. If you're controlling his drug source, he's going to... Yeah, for a Say whatever addict, you need that's to. That's pretty intense. Yeah. So Love told the media that suicide uh, was a curse of the Cobain family. She, like, totally kept digging into this just, like, over and over and over. Suicide is a problem. Suicide is a problem for this family. But his close friend from many years ago um, totally debunked the series, saying that, like, that's totally a lie. No. Nobody in his family died of suicide. March 4th, 1994. We're going to back up just a little bit. The story got about, out that Cobain had accidentally overdosed in Rome. So this was like well known in the news. Um, he was in the coma as a result of mixing Rohypnol and champagne. Isn't that the roofie? <laughs> yes, it is. Um, at the time that this happened, Love said that it was not a suicide attempt and it was an accident. Interesting. Also suspicious. She changed her story, however, after he died. She claimed that he had actually swallowed 60 pills that night. However, the physician who treated him completely refuted the story and said, absolutely not. He did not swallow any pills. This was an accidental overdose. He didn't mean to almost kill himself. I don't think he realized, you know. I mean, he was a a heroin addict. That is known. Um, But... He did not swallow sixty pills, and when he came out of his coma, it was not a it was not a suicide attempt. And they have many friends interviewed saying, "No, this was not. He was not suicidal." So Seattle police, they really dropped the ball on this one, unfortunately. So um, Friday, Friday, April eighth, which we talked about earlier, nineteen ninety four, his body was found by an electrician. According to Grant, the private investigator, the police had already decided it was a suicide on the very day they found the body. Hmm. In fact, a patrol officer with no homicide investigative experience made the call that it was a suicide and it was never questioned. Apparently that's really like out of the norm for them. I don't think you can make that call. They're not supposed to. Yeah. So like that's how can why... you make that call without even doing like a autopsy? They're not supposed to. That's why this is a problem. Yes. You're not supposed to at all. Uh, Norm Stamper, he was the chief of police, was interviewed. He said you were supposed to question to see who had a motive to see Kurt Cobain dead. If, in fact, Kurt Cobain was murdered as opposed to having committed suicide and it was possible to learn that, shame on us for not doing that. That was, in fact, our responsibility. Basically, he's saying 
we should have looked into it further. Right. Instead of just assuming it was a suicide. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the crime scene photos were never developed by the police because, according to them, there was no need since it was a suicide. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. The photos remain in possession of the Seattle PD to this day. Have they been developed? Nope. What? How can you just not develop something? Because the the case was closed yeah, as a suicide. So they didn't, they didn't do an autopsy. You didn't autopsy. examine all the evidence. Yeah. Girl, that's a problem. By their negligent, negligent investigation, the Seattle police, number one, allowed Kurt Cobain to be cremated six days after being discovered. Oh, my goodness, no. Number two, waited 30 days to process the shotgun for fingerprints. Number three, which it had been touched by, you know, multiple people sure, by, by then. Point, number yeah. three, uh, gave Courtney Love the shotgun to have it melted down. <laughs> Number four, allowed the greenhouse, which is where he was found, crime scene, to be torn down and destroyed. So, the police report stated that he was found with the shotgun upside down. This is kind of where it gets crazy, so I know it's long. Bear with me here. No, you're good. That uh, the shotgun was found upside down and his left hand grasping the barrel in a vice-like grip. Okay. The shotgun shell, however, was found on Kurt's left side rather than his right side. With the shotgun upside down, the exit chamber is clearly on Cobain's right side. Okay. The police's determination for this was that the gun was right side up when shot. It then flipped upside down, expelling the shot into his left. That's what they said. Okay. You following me? Grant says... I'm trying to imagine this is yeah, impossible. the gun and all this. Basically, they're saying when he killed himself, he... they. He held it this way, and then yeah. it flipped when he shot it. That's what their explanation for the shotgun shell being over here. Okay. But there's no way you can hold it like this and pull the trigger. That he would still have a vice-like grip on it. Correct. That's what I'm, yeah, stuck that's on. That's exactly right. That's, okay. That's the problem. So Grant says that it's impossible because, among other reasons, shotguns do not flip upside down when fired. Sure. So the media reports state that Cobain barricaded himself in the greenhouse. However, the reports um, say that there was, excuse me, the reports also say that there was a stool blocking the entrance, which is not true. It was just sitting in front of two unlocked French doors. And John Fisk, he was a paramedic there. He walked in and he said, um, someone reported that there was a stool blocking the door, but that wasn't the case. I don't know where that came from. So mm. He was actually there. And he's like, uh, absolutely not. So, also, the media reports state that Cobain was unrecognizable and had to be identified by fingerprints and fist, the paramedic. He said, no, his head was not grossly deformed or badly damaged. So, you could absolutely recognize who he was. And weirdly, he had his ID set nicely out in front of him. So that they would know exactly who they were dealing with. But you could see his face, too. Mm. So... Rosemary Carroll was recorded by Tom Grant. She's the lawyer. Many times, you can hear her voice, she mentioned that Cobain had called her from Rome wanting to take love out of his will. Um, And this was on March 1st, a few days before he overdosed. Um, In Rome. Okay, gotcha. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She also said that Courtney did not have business in L.A. that time that she didn't want to go check the house on April 6th when she refused to go to Seattle. Um, She also says... Rosemary says that later she could hear a conversation between Courtney and Dylan and on the phone. And she's telling Dylan to go check the greenhouse many times. Dylan's the best friend, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dylan comes back and says, that never happened. It's obvious that they're lying. Who's lying? What is happening? Someone's covering up something. Right. I have an idea. Right. Um, 
the toxicology report said that Cobain had 200 milligrams of heroin injected into him. Jeez. That's two to three times the amount that would be considered to be lethal. Yeah. It's a lot of heroin. Basically, they're saying there's absolutely no way you can inject that much heroin into yourself, be cognizant enough to take a shotgun, put it the right way, shoot the gun, and kill yourself. He'd be out of his mind. Right. With that much. Well, I mean, he'd be... Dead. I mean, he'd dead. be dead, he would yeah. Die from but I'm saying the he would, overdose. He would be out of his mind before even getting to that point. Mm-hmm. So that is a huge problem, right there. That there's no way you can even function on that much heroin. So no. interesting. Your, your respiratory and circulatory system just shuts down. Yeah, no way are you going to pick up a damn shotgun. No, you're going to be doing anything. You're going to be dead. There was apparently a suicide note at the scene, which was also super suspicious. Um, Rosemary's quoted as saying, you know, she can, she's read the note, but, um, it doesn't sound like anything that he would write. That doesn't sound like his language. And also the the writing looks like somebody copied his handwriting and tried to write it like it. That's what she says. And then later she says that she found a one page paper of Courtney Love, uh, handwriting in her backpack where she's copying his handwriting in there. Mm, like practicing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. Courtney. Interesting. Also, Courtney says, oh, I'll totally give you this, the suicide note, the original, and you're going to have to owe me a big apology when you get it. And then she never gave it to him. Shocker. So no big apology. No big apology. Because she's full ship. She didn't care about the apology. Yes. Stop. <laughs> happening she didn't care about the biology (laughs) (laughs) she looked at me and i knew (laughs) uh there was one last thing and it was a random note on the stairs when they went back to search the house one more time which by the way every time he searched the house they never searched the greenhouse he claims that he didn't see it okay Uh, but (laughs) he says that the last time they were there they saw a random note sitting on the stairs that was not there before. And it was supposedly from Callie saying, Kurt, I can't believe you managed to be in this house without me noticing. You're a fucking asshole for not calling Courtney and at least letting her know that you're okay. She's in a lot of pain, Kurt. And this morning she's had another accident. Now she's in the hospital again. Oh. Why do you leave a note on the stairs? <laughs> it's the most like weird place to leave a note. All of it's super weird. You leave it on the fridge. Thing. You leave it on the kitchen counter. Leave it it on goes on and on to say, like, you gotta get it together. You gotta tell her Toilet. she's okay, man. It's <laughs> not fair, man. Do something. All right, Callie. It's not Callie. Or maybe it is. Maybe he's in. I don't know. All right. So the last... Grant thought that the letter came off as odd and felt it was contrived later, stating that it was just another trick by love to throw off Grant from the path. Which, obviously... Um, it was later stated by Grant that he believed Cobain was already dead by the night he read that letter. Mm. So they didn't determine a time of death. Um, they think that he died two days earlier, but again, there was no autopsy done. Oh, gosh, because it was a quote suicide. Just not do an autopsy. Even on suicides, they do autopsy to rule it as a suicide. Here's what happened: she planted that seed so well and played the media so well that even the officers were in on it. And they found him and thought, well, this is obviously a suicide. a suicide. He was suicidal. Listen to her. She said he's in rehab and he bought the shotgun and da 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 Um, Yeah. And so when mm. they found him, that it was 
clearly a suicide because he wrote this note and he set out his license and overdosed on heroin and all the things. Hmm. It's very sad, honestly, because they it's just, they really sad. did him wrong. They, they didn't look into anything. Yeah. And they admit that now that one of them tried to reopen the case and he got fired. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Got fired for trying to reopen. Correct. Wow. Yeah. That's Well, crazy. they're never going to tell you that it was because of that. But he tried to reopen it, and like two months later, he was canned. Jeez. Yeah. Irreconcilable differences. <laughs> we don't um, approve of what you're trying to do. Bye-bye. We're going to take this in a different direction here. <laughs> Sorry, I know that's super long, but I thought it was crazy. That's crazy. Well, you you think you know, but you don't know. Because she hired the PI. She hired him. Yeah. Right. I'm but sure that she could be to make her look. Yes, more I'm sure she tried. But he's to. the one digging up all this dirt, and, and like he even says this in the in the documentary. He's like, the more I started looking, the more I just could not ignore. And I'm gonna tell her straight up. I know you hired me, but something's not right. Right. And and then she's just refuted all of his claims. Anyhow, very crazy, fascinating. Do we have any kind of motive? For why she would. Yeah. She the, like I said, the, the lawyer came out later and said that there had been many conversations about uh, him trying to take her out of the will. You know, he was worth a lot of money. Sure. And they had a daughter together. And so she, he wanted a divorce. She wasn't going to divorce him. And she thought he was. it was all a big mess. Money. Basically. Money. Basically. Mm, That's crazy. Nuts. Okay. We are going to talk about the goat man. Oh. Do you guys know about the goat man? Wait, is this like the same as the goat man bridge? You'll see. Okay. (laughs) Are there different goat men? (laughs) Yes. There are several, several stories of the goat man all over. Um, So he is most commonly associated with Louisiana, Maryland, and Texas. So we're going to kind of go all over. He is described as a seven foot tall hybrid creature, part man and part goat. Hence the name goat man. It's very original. I thought so. Now it makes sense. (laughs) <laughs> I know you guys were all dying to know what goat man meant. <laughs> does, he, does he look like a goat? He does. Shocking. Here, I'll show you a picture because I pulled it up because I started feeling inferior because of her um Does he have a PowerPoint. goat head or an ass? Oh, it's a head. <laughs> goat head. <laughs> or an ass. I'm just picturing like maybe a human head with a goat ass. Um, and how could you cool. differentiate? I mean... That's a picture somebody okay, submitted in Maryland. That's fucking Bigfoot. Sasquatch. No, look, he's got horns a and a snout. I don't see that. It's a Yeti. You don't see the snout or the horns that are curled right there? Can you make it bigger? I can't see it either. <laughs> it's a fucking Bigfoot. Got some old peepers. You're the youngest in the group. <laughs> Shut up. I just begged Gen X to let me in. <laughs> <laughs> Love me. What? That's not the same picture. That's no, an alien. No, it's not the same one. I just used that same alien. picture for Skinwalkers. See? It comes up as Goat Man. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Listen, Wait. these pictures are coming from me Googling Goat Man, okay? I have put a lot of... <laughs> you know, I put a lot of time and effort into this. <laughs> There's a lot of research devoted to finding these pictures. Let's just stick with the first picture. <laughs> Sarah... <laughs> I like how he's staring at the camera like, no, 
like he's posing perfectly. Look at my webbed hands. Okay. Clearly goat man. So basically he looks like a goat from um, the head up and he's covered in fur. He's got like the torso of a man. Some reports have him as having hooves like a goat as well, but he's got the horns and he's got the snout and all that stuff. So, so many images. and I'm going to Google too. <laughs> some. So, <laughs> hang on, hang on. <laughs> oh, this is going to be like, this is why I don't do Urban Legends. I did Slender Man last time and you guys sat there and tried to draw pictures for like 20 minutes. Now you're going to be Googling pictures the whole time I'm talking. Hang on. I tried to find that picture of the skinwalker and this is what I found. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's oh, what it gosh. comes up every time for skinwalkers. <laughs> That's not a real skinwalker no it's a it's like the panoramic picture where somebody moves (laughs) okay it's all morphed out can we go back to the goat man that was goat man you had your two weeks with the skinwalkers all right urban legends all right i'm going they tell of him killing young people young couples sorry in parked cars or scouring the neighborhoods killing family pets there are also reports of him breaking into people's houses and raping its victims, male or female. He does not care. Terrorizes lovers, which I put in my notes. Hello, Zodiac Killer. Because that's what the Zodiac Killer did. He went after out. lovers. Can we just 10 out of 10 recommend? You need to Google Goat Man on your own. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can't get this back on track. It's like trying to corral children at this point. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> He decapitates dogs. <laughs> Can I get you back on track with that? Oh, I found it. Here. Some of these pictures are Skinwalker. Okay. But also, <laughs> Google goat man <laughs> images, and that same picture will pop up. Saying, I, goat man. <laughs> I just wanted to prove it, and now I'll, I'll oh, listen you. intently. Are you done Googling pictures? <laughs> All right. Lover's Lane, Zodiac Killer. Decapitates dogs. I was trying to skip over that. I know, but I'm trying to bring you back. I know, I saw that picture. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Sarah. I think it's a llama. It's like in the first row. Alpaca? <laughs> Sarah's literally crying over there. <laughs> Looking at pictures of Goat Man. We'll, we'll upload an album of our favorite Goat Man pictures. Are you okay? <laughs> she can't even talk. <laughs> Somebody put a picture of their own face. (laughs) (laughs) The real goat man. That should not be that funny. (laughs) It looks so stupid. Okay. Okay. Album. Okay. (laughs) Some say. He was a man who kept goats and went mad after teenagers killed his flock, driving him to seek revenge against youngsters. Other versions report that he was a mad scientist conducting experiments on goats at the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center in Maryland, and something went wrong, and he became half man, half goat, that is hungry for blood. Frankenstein. Yes. Oh. So. Goat Frankenstein. (laughs) Frank and goat. Frank and goat. People believe, um, so the first kind of, um, when you think of goat man, most people think of Greek and Roman mythology and Pan. Are you guys familiar with Pan? Peter? (laughs) (laughs) I can't with her. (laughs) Yes, Pan, first name Peter. (laughs) Are you referring to... (laughs) I googled it just a 
googled images of pan to show them who pan is and of course it's like cooking pans and flat tops <laughs> let me clarify this in my google search i've never seen that. <laughs> show it again i've never seen it before <laughs> Oh, thank you for clarifying. Okay, so here is Pam. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> okay, they're both crying here. Sarah is, like, unable to talk. Points it as her head down with the Kleenex wiping her eyes. I'm the only one keeping it together at this point, so you know that shit's messed up if I'm the only one who's able to talk. <laughs> I'll wait. It's okay. I didn't know Goatman was going to be this funny. <laughs> this is why I hate going last. Because I have lost their attention by this point. This is just going to be me talking to you guys here. Listening to the podcast. Because my friends have abandoned me at this point. Thank you for blessing us. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> Do you need to see an image of Pan? Okay, this is the real image of Pan. Oh, he sucks. So he <laughs> looks half goat, half man. Oh, what is that? Is he playing some pipes? Yeah, so he actually invented it's a those. Fiddle. He invented those, and there is a story behind it. It makes him less scary. I'm not going to go into the story behind it. Because oh, he, he can bribes hear- children into running off the cliff or no. something. Can we hear a tune? <laughs> can you fiddle me Other some pictures pan? of him. So this is Pan in Greek and Roman mythology. I do know that. It looks like that tarot card that I got. Yeah. (laughs) So he's half man, half goat. He is the god of wild groves, shepherds, and flocks. (laughs) Pan. You you Googled a picture of Pan. (laughs) (laughs) And then showed it. (laughs) I realized my mistake right away, but I showed it to you because I thought it was funny. But I regret that now. Because it's taken ten minutes for us to come back. Okay. F- fiddle me some Pan. Pan is the son of... <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Alright, he is the son of Hermes. <clears throat> and... <laughs> she... Why are you looking at me? <laughs> and a dryad. <laughs> I can't even talk. Because of them. Okay. This is cool. <laughs> maybe, maybe we weren't ready. Sing some more Hamilton. He is the god of wild groves, shepherds, and flocks. He is the son of Hermes. Or what's his name? Hermes. Uh, Hermes. And a dryad. And he's also, like, his parentage is kind of questions. He's also referred to sometimes as a son of Apollo. His mother varies a lot, but commonly thought of as Hermes' son. Hermes' son. <laughs> Sorry. I kept it together that time. He was <clears throat> named Pan, which means... Does anybody remember what Pan means? Yes, scramble the eggs. <laughs> it's all. It means all in oh, Greek okay. and Roman. All right, sorry about that. We're in a <clears throat> pandemic. All. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I'm with you. Um, oh, he was named oh. Pan. There you go. Because he delighted that? the hearts of all the gods due to his distinct appearance. So he kind of united everybody. Okay. Lindsay, your name should be Pan. <laughs> Why? <clears throat> you delight the hearts of all of the gods as well. That was like the nicest thing. Do you guys hear that? And you unite. And I, I unite people. The people in 
COVID-19. <laughs> After she's been so mean. That was so nice. <laughs> right. Um, Got it. He loved nymphs a lot. Hmm. But he was just too odd and unattractive to be loved back by them. Oh, I feel him. Mm. <laughs> Makes me That's so sad. <clears throat> nymphs would transform themselves into various plants <laughs> to avoid him. So he would, like, be pursuing them and they transform themselves into a tree. Right. Absolutely not. <laughs> Get out of here, Pam. I know. Poison ivy. <laughs> he is quoted in this. I love this. He loved his naps even more than he loved his nymphs. And I put in my oh. notes, same. Oh. I love my naps. More than your nymphs? <laughs> more than my nymphs. <laughs> I mean. That I'm chasing. All right. Me too. <laughs> okay. Um, he would get pissed when he would get woken up from his naps and would let out an angry blood curdling shout, which inspired a sudden sensation of fear and anxiety in anyone who heard it. Oh, that is me. Ask Mike. (laughs) 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 Wait, you let out the shout or you get panic? (laughs) No, I'm, I'm very angry whenever anybody wakes me up from my naps. (laughs) His unseen presence in the mountains and woods would cause people to be suddenly overwhelmed with agitation and distress. Which is where we get the name panic. So the oh, word about panic that. came from pan. So panic would, and pandemic both stem from the same. Well, pan, pan. means all. So <coughs> pandemic just means, you know, with all. But panic came from him because of the sound he would make screaming that would cause anxiety in people. And people panic during pandemics. They do. Mm. It's a pandemic. All right. We're going back to Goatman. That's just the first... Oh, okay, got of it. anybody <laughs> of a half man half goat creature okay so back to goat man so j nathan couch he wrote a book called goat man can we see a picture <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm gonna need you to make a uh, powerpoint google Next couch <laughs> couch <laughs> i'm not googling couch but hold on <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to show us your couch. Oh, that looks like a young country singer. (laughs) Or um, the Tiger King. Oh. He wrote a book about Goatman, and it's called Goatman, Flesh or Folklore. So he's quoted as saying, Perhaps the most unique thing about Goatman, unlike most other cryptids outside of Mothman, which we can come back to Mothman, is that he is actually linked to the cause of real deaths. Bum, bum, bum. Okay. So. Prove it. He, J. Nathan Couch, I'm going to kind of quote a little bit of his book. <clears throat> so he thinks this is kind of where Goatman came from, the legend. So there is a man named Charles Chess McCartney, who was a legend. Um, he was from Iowa, and he was a vagabond. He traveled all over the country from the 1930s to about 1987-ish in a wagon that was pulled by goats. So he had a mangled left arm that was disfigured in a timber cutting accident, and he dressed in goat skins, earning the nickname Goatman, as he traveled from town to town. He visited all 50 states, he would camp in farms along the road, and he would tell tall tales and sell postcards with his picture on him. So he became something of a celebrity, and people would come out to see him when he came to town. Tiger King. He's totally Tiger <laughs> So Couch says in his book, Imagine you're a young child, and your parents take you to see the goat man and his <clears throat> herd of goats. He has a long hillbilly beard, smells really bad, and tells wild stories. It's not hard to imagine that kids would tell stories about goat man and schoolyards that would get more and more exaggerated down the chain. So that's where he thinks, at least, where it came from. 
So now we're going to talk about Goatman's kind of all over the states. So we're going to talk about the different regions and their kind of form of that myth. Waterford Sheepman. He is a creature that terrorized the small town of Waterford, Pennsylvania in the 1970s. He lurked in farm fields, stalking animals and his desire to feed on their flesh and blood. Hundreds of people reported witnessing him and referring to him as the Goat Man. The first media mention came on October 27th, 1971, in the Prince George's County News talking about urban legends. Two weeks later, a missing dog was found decapitated. An article connected the dog with the goat man, reporting some teen girls had heard strange noises and seen a large creature on the night their dog had disappeared. There's also reports of animal-like creature walking on their hind legs. Mm-mm. So on November 30th, a month later, the Washington Post picked this up. And they reported about it. And the Prince George's County Police were quoted as saying, The legend just gets passed on from generation to generation. And they were receiving even more calls of supposed spottings. Here's where it gets a little creepy, y'all. The dog's head was found 14 years later. What? What? Mm Mm-hmm. Don't even tell me they tried to do an autopsy on the dog (laughs) and not cocaine. (laughs) No. But 14 years later, they found the dog's head. That's crazy to me that it wasn't, like, decomposed terribly. Or eaten, if it was my goat man. Okay, Maryland. So Maryland is where the um, scientist theory comes from, from their facility, saying that it was a scientist who was experimenting on goats and something went wrong. According to this legend, he is an axe-wielding, half-man, half-animal creature. The USDA facility in Maryland actually had to come out and deny this theory and stated, we did not create this creature accidentally. It was on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) No. It wasn't an accident. But people were talking about it so much, they had to come out and make a statement. They're like, there's no validity to this. In case you guys think there is. Well, there is, obviously. <laughs> okay, this is outside of Louisville, Kentucky. Please don't lose your minds and start laughing again. Mm-hmm. No guarantees. This mm-hmm. is the Pope <clears throat> Lick Monster. No. <laughs> can, can we see a picture? <clears throat> can I Google it? It's a legendary... Hold on, because it's going to get worse here. He's a legendary part man, part goat <clears throat> monster reported to live beneath a northern southern or Norfolk Southern Railroad trestle um, in the Fisherville area outside of Louisville, named after the Pope Lick Creek below the Pope Lick Train trestle. Those are too many words. <laughs> in my notes, I put, what am I even saying? <laughs> Who does this? <laughs> he looks. Did somebody look a Pope? <laughs> Eerily like the other goat man. <laughs> The Pope Lick Monster. That is the same <laughs> and also a skinwalker skin picture. <laughs> um, did you see the picture I posted of the skinwalker? Yes, that, that was terrifying. Was legit. I did some research on it. So Pope Lick is a human goat hybrid with grotesquely deformed body of a man, <coughs> fur covering his legs, wide set eyes, a goat nose, and horns from the forehead. Also the Pope Lick Monster. Let me see. <laughs> I'm never doing an urban legend again. <laughs> it's because they're all related to Goatman. This is a Goatman. Okay, got it. Um, so the origins for this story is that the Goatman was the star attraction of a freak show and a circus, and the train got derailed. Because remember, he is seen around this train tracks. <laughs> she Googled pictures. I know it. I know it. <laughs> I'm going to take away your computers next time. Another story says he is the demonic result of a satanic <laughs> ritual performed by a local farmer upon his livestock. 
The Legend at Poplick debuted <laughs> on Halloween 2016, and you can go and face the legend itself on the train tracks. Done. Halloween 2020. Let's go uh, to Louisville. Go to Poplick. 2021. Okay, 2021. Yes. Yeah, okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> she has an article pulled up that said, Did Pope Francis actually lick a baby? <laughs> what a monster! <laughs> Poplick. What the Poplick monster? Proctor Valley Monster is a deranged cow. <laughs> I can't. I'm never doing an urban legend again with these two. <laughs> I am also a deranged cow. <laughs> you are not a cow. Stop it. All right. So I'm a deranged cow. <laughs> there is actually some evidence with this Proctor Valley Monster. Do y'all want to hear about it? I'd love to. Okay. How many tests? It is described as a seven-foot-tall, hairy, humanoid-like Bigfoot. Okay. Proctor. <laughs> they have a giant footprint cast of. What? Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Cast of? Cast of his footprint. footprint. His oh. giant, giant, hairy footprint. So he is assumed to be, oh, Proctor Valley, by the way. Sorry, you should have said California is where we're at. Okay. Um, he is assumed to be responsible for livestock mutilations that occur near San Diego County in California. There is a museum in Chula Vista that has a casting of a strange footprint alleged to be that of the monster. So this is where we get the infamous car story, Lover's Lane, Hookman story, <clears throat> where the car won't start or there's a flat tire or whatever. The guy gets out of the car to go check on it. Girl stays in the car, terrified, and she can hear scratching on the roof of the car. When police come the next day, she's in the car okay, but the boyfriend is dead and torn and bloody, hanging from the tree with his hands or his feet brushing the car. Oh, awful. And that's where she was hearing all night was the scratching noises of his feet or hands. Yikes. You guys have heard this story, right? No. Yes. Okay. So that's like the Hookman. I don't know anything. The Hookman, the Lover's Lane story. So this is where they get this from there as well. Um, A local psychiatrist in California, claims to have seen a Bigfoot-type creature near the hills in his house in Alpine. He shied away from publicity because he says he wants to write his own book on the events. But supposedly he described a seven-foot-tall hairy creature accompanied by two smaller critters. 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 <laughs> he made... It really shows their size. <laughs> it does. Just critters. He made a, a plaster cast that is 16 inches long and 8 inches wide. <laughs> Do you want to say that's what she said? No. Okay. <laughs> it sounds so cute. It's cute. Um, he also reports strange happenings and sounds around his home. Park rangers could never confirm the sightings, but campers and residents and even a sheriff's deputy all claimed to have seen some large hairy thing walking on its hind legs through the hills. This is a different story from the Texas goat man who haunts the goat man's bridge. And I think this is what you were talking about, which you probably saw on BuzzFeed. I probably saw it on Ghost Adventures. Yes, and Ghost Adventures. <laughs> so this is the goat man's bridge. I'm oh, gonna... I did see the unsolved on BuzzFeed. Mm -hmm. Where Shane okay. was like, this is my bridge now. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I'll tell this little story real quick about Goatman's Bridge in Texas. And it's a sad story. Heads up. Um, there was a black goat farmer who lived with his family on the north side of the bridge. He moved there, became known as dependable and honest. Um, he was called the goat man because he was a goat farmer. <clears throat> the farmer even put a sign on the bridge that read this way to the goat man's. 
Local KKK members did not like this and kidnapped him and hung a noose on the bridge, which is called Old Alton Bridge. Uh, They hung him. When they looked down to check that he had died, his body was gone. So they panicked. They went back to his house (coughs) and killed his wife and children. Mm. So locals warn people of this tale and say if you cross the bridge with no headlights on, the goat man will appear on the other side. People have reported seeing strange lights and ghostly figures, as well as reports of being touched, grabbed, and having rocks thrown at them. So, people hear about the Goatman's Bridge. It's different from the Goat Man, because this happened. I see. Mm -hmm. So, that is the story of the Goat Man, the urban legend. Wow. Who kills animals and people. I didn't want it to end. (laughs) I was having fun. (laughs) (laughs) Looking at pictures. So, that so, was fun. Thank that, you. You are welcome. I like doing like outlandish urban legends and stuff like that because I think they're fun. Do you believe in the goat man? I think I do. <laughs> I'm unsure of those pictures. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. I mean, I think I do. I'm not sure. I'm also unsure about Bigfoot, but I'm not. I thought about doing Bigfoot. I might <clears> do it <throat> later. But there, he, That's what she said. He, he he's a big story. Like there's a lot on him. That's also what she said. <laughs> okay, that was our smorgasbord episode, guys. I'm gonna wrap it up here before these two lose it again. That's also what she said. <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> you should wrap it up. Always practice safe Always sex. Always wrap it up. <gasps> Lindsay, it's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> Lindsay, you took it in a direction we didn't want to go. <laughs> we were only applying that direction. <laughs> Okay, you can follow <laughs> so us on Instagram and Facebook at the Tipsy Ghost, and also send us your emails with any stories that you may have to the Tipsy Ghost at gmail dot com. If you have any pictures of Pan yourself, <laughs> if you have a picture of a pan, pan you would like to send us. I think you said peeing yourself. No, I heard her pan. Okay. Pan. If you have some pictures of Pan that you'd like to send our way, let me know. Not peeing yourself. I just got too eager to show you guys a picture of Pan. (laughs) So I just Googled Pan (laughs) image. And turned the computer on. There's a frying pan. A a bunch of of them. them. (laughs) As if if nobody had ever seen. (laughs) Look, it's Pan. Late, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm tired. I need to go to bed. Oh, yep. She wants to leave us. Okay, okay. What should they do if they really like L- our podcast? If, if, mm, <clears throat> I'm going to cut you off. If you've enjoyed what you heard, please give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts and leave us a pleasant review. Um, and also check out our Patreon. You can find us in our socials. Neat. Yes. We will see you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.